And last night she let it slip that she ran out of toilet paper. And so she just hit me up and she said, hey. I said, hey. She said, I need to come over. I said, why? So you can fucking poop? And she said, don't be fucking rude. Like, people are just using me for my toilets now mm-hmm. and my TP mm-hmm. and my supplies and resources. That's not right. Welcome back to Channel 4 News. With your lead anchor, Logan Paul, Spencer Taylor with weather, and Mike Malak with sports. <laughs> Welcome back to Impulsive Guys, the number one podcast in the world. <laughs> we tried. And, uh, you know, it's getting a lot easier now uh, that coronavirus is going around. Let's, let's be honest. It's pretty much all we're going to fucking talk about today. But I'm, yeah. I'm saying everyone's at home. Everyone's quarantined, mm-hmm. self-isolating. So they need content. They need shows to watch. And we, here we are, blessed to be able to try anyways to provide that. If you guys uh, have not subscribed, please hit that subscribe button. We, we did pass 2 million subscribers. If I want to give us a round of applause. It's been a while. It feels good, you know? Nice. Spencer Taylor's back. Oh, oh, thank you, Mike. Here, yeah, put, put this on. Get, get someone Spence, too, because we don't know where yeah, he's been. Yeah. Ooh, um, wow, that's a lot. Spencer. Well, just because you've been gone. I don't know where the fuck you've been, dude. Yeah, true. You've been in Hawaii. You moved to Hawaii. You, you left us to rot here in Sino, California. <laughs> and uh, you're back here for a yeah. boys-only podcast. Yeah. I and missed you guys a lot, honestly. We missed you, too, man. We missed your energy big time. How, how is it? It's good. Yeah? It's good. Yeah, I think... I mean, I don't know if we're going to dive right in. I... I I realized why I had an emotional breakdown. Why? Why? I think... Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly Auto Parts. I think it was because, like, I really, obviously, I fucking love you guys. And um, I think there was just distance that I felt from you off camera, like behind the scenes. Mm. Like, as a kid, I always dreamt of having that Robin Big uh, dynamic, the fantasy factory, the the mm. house. And, mm-hmm. like, that's here. And so anytime I try to find that elsewhere, like I don't have that. Are you so, telling us, are you moving back in? I'm moving back in, guys. <laughs> back in. I knew we'd come back. Here's yeah. the only problem. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't have you back right this second just because of we quarantine. Are, yeah, we are in quarantine. Oh. You shouldn't even be here right now. Okay. But. Okay. Spencer walked in today. We made him strip down his clothes and we showered him and burned all of yeah, they're gone. his old clothes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's good to be back, dude. Honestly, I think like the creative energy that happens here in LA, you can't unparalleled. Really yeah, find you that. can't. It's it's uh it's amazing. I went to this place, the Hype House, yesterday. It's a bunch of kids, TikTokers, who are making a uh, content and blowing up, and uh, it's just cool to be in a creative environment, bro. So I, I relate to that. <laughs> it's big key. Time. Hey, Hawaii is amazing, though. Like I'm gonna be doing split sure. time there. Yeah. I, I think I'm gonna be doing the majority of time here. Um, and Hawaii was a, a spot for me to unplug and actually like tap in and and find myself through all this noise, which I think it's ironic now because everybody's getting shut inside and like forced to do that. So crazy. No matter where they're at. I think it's ironic how uh, social media is like now 
everyone's relying on it to to get any source of information, entertainment. Right. Um, Such a double edged sword. It, it it really is because it really it, bre- is. It, bre- it, is. it gives so much necessary information, so much important information, but it also just breeds the fear. It does. It does. Yeah. But I think you know now the media isn't being controlled by only one source. So I think we're seeing that fear mentality, but then we're also seeing people on social media that can be the change. We can be the difference. You know, people can get that entertainment, that positivity, those messages. Yeah. Everyone's messages democratize. You know, everyone has a voice. Um, Like anyone who is specifically has maybe even uh, contracted the coronavirus. We can hear, what it's like from their point of view instead of just hearing the government talk about fatality rates and, right. and what you can and can't do. Like LA just got uh pretty much shut down last night, as of last night. What no 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 restaurants, no clubs, pretty much any public gatherings. Yeah. Especially if fifty people or more uh got shut down. Gyms. People aren't going to the gym anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, which is crazy. This house should be shut down, but there's there's kinda, always Yeah, kinda is. We're working on it. <laughs> there was one public gathering that I noticed going pretty viral on social last night that decided that they are not going to shut down. That was Disney World. What? Was, I did, did see you that. see that fucking picture? I did see that, yeah. Thousands yeah. of people just there celebrating the Festival of Lights wow. amidst a blast of coronavirus. This was Times Square. <laughs> this Whoa. is this is terrifying. Just a ghost town. This was Hollywood and Vine this morning at 9 a.m. This is where we used to live in the in, yep. the, in the Vine apartment, and uh, it was it's never like this. No. Like if you guys saw my vlogs, this street is packed. Unfortunately, this is the Chicago O'Hare Airport. <laughs> Seven hour lines of Corona screenings, um, and apparently, yeah, apparently they're working to get more testing uh, in the United States soon, hopefully, because 1.9 million high speed Corona tests will be uh, available this week in the hardest hit states. This is crazy. Man. Yeah. I yeah. sent you a link. This shows, shows how fragile our systems are, you know? Like, we, we talk about this in movies all the time, these apocalyptic times, but we're actually seeing it in person. Like, this is a glimpse. It's just like a little... Bro, when I went to the crumb. store and the shelves were empty and people are just panicking and, like, fighting over the most trivial... Th- toilet paper? What am I missing? What the fuck am I missing? Well, it's trivial until you have to wipe your ass. You yeah. Dude, but dude, dude, yeah. times are more... Tra- what about food? What about the space you could use for food in your cart? Then toilet paper. Toilet paper is huge. It takes up a lot of space. Right. Um, Hank Green actually said this on Twitter. He's he's wondering if toilet paper is actually the reason it looks like it's sparse is because it is so big. It takes up so much space. It's easier for the shelves to be empty. Uh, I was just in Whole Foods yesterday in Malibu and there was nothing. Nothing. There was at, nothing. At all? I mean, there was some food some fruits and vegetables but all the shelves were pretty much clear there's like a couple bags it's left. crazy because the order went like this it went toilet paper non-perishables yep. and now the produce section <laughs> is empty people are like think- all right fine i'll yep. eat vegetables yep. what do you think the last thing to go is like what do you think the last the last the thing. very last you like paper clips staple you think staples i bet Ooh. people start eating staples for sure it might be the magazines in the checkout aisle yeah. <laughs> yeah. That are, by the way, gonna, I got nothing to read. They're going to be outdated by like months. <laughs> but you're just reading about like uh, Prince Harry. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest, the biggest hoarding story is this uh, is this hand sanitizer story. The seventeen thousand oh bottles. A Tennessee man who amassed a collection of over seventeen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer and a variety of other sanitary supplies. Uh, it is is speaking about how he hasn't been able to sell them since his products were delisted from the Amazon marketplace. Yeah, they took, he got he got blasted on social media. Yeah. It took him off of eBay and Amazon. There was a a, 
a, a petition for him I think to, on change.org for him to be, be criminally yeah, charged. <laughs> criminally and charged. now he's a, and I, I believe he's an he's ex-military. His name is his name is uh Matt Colvin and he teamed up with his brother to make some money off of these uh sanitary supplies and he was selling these these hand sanitizer bottles from anywhere between $9 to I think someone actually paid $80 yeah, for yeah, a, yeah. Uh, for a little hand sanitizer and it, and it it really brings this this question of how do people feel about other people profiting during times of distress, distress and chaos? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, um, I think it's again, back to the power of social media. Like enough people spoke up where Matt was like, ah, this probably isn't morally right. Mm-hmm. But also where, uh, the big difference lies is that, cause I know what you're getting at. Like this isn't the first time. Yeah, but that's what I've just been mentioning over the past couple of days to people. Like if people out there watching it are so distraught over these hand sanitizers, thinking that this is the first time that someone in the United States has profited off of oh, yeah. war or, or you know, famine, the plague poverty, or yeah, famine, yeah. whatever. Most of the companies that you know and love today were probably built off the backs of some sort of distress yeah. in this country. That is when people get entrepreneurial and take advantage, unfortunately. But this time the... Uh, the internet warriors just weren't fucking having it's, 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 mm-hmm. it's yeah. because it's a singular person you can you there's a name and there's a face and you can attack him and ruin his fucking life large conglomerates big companies where you can you it's hard to take it down a massive company who's yeah. profiting off yeah. of uh the calamity of someone's life right i mean these grocery stores are making they're probably they have oh they have God, to be they they're, have, they're dude, chilling for, for as much as the grocery stores are gaining, I'm so curious about the companies who are literally losing everything. Airlines. This airlines, uh, the airlines. gyms who are shut down, the restaurants. Local mom and pop businesses. Small oh businesses. my God. Small businesses are, got, I mean, like all those people still have to pay rent. It, yeah. Well, that's who I feel for. It's just another reaction or action reaction situation. Every For every loser, there's a winner, you know, and for every person that's yeah. being hit hard by this virus, someone else is making money. And obviously you're look, we're looking at the stock market today down another 2,200 points. The stock market is absolutely crashing through the floor. And I looked at Ray Dalio, obviously the 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 owner, founder of the, the largest hedge fund in the entire world, Blackwater. He uh, is that what it's called? Blackwater Bridgewater? Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Uh, he's saying that he actually was not able to capitalize on coronavirus as well as he did the financial crisis of 2008, mm. which is what kind of made him who he is today. They they made the wrong, the wrong calls and weren't actually able to make money off it. But there's a lot of other hedge funds out there right now who bet hard against stocks and against airlines and of against course. people and are making fucking killings Well, do you right think now. that's why that this is being escalated so much? Like, obviously, you know, we want to care for like parents grandparents and people who are actually susceptible but do you think there's ulterior motives here that people are cashing out on like are you talking about some sort of like government uh yeah like government and like the people that you're talking about like do you think they're putting pressure to shut things down aggressively do you think this is blown out of proportion at all so like fear, like fear mongering and yeah. some stuff. I, I don't think so. I think, I think the only way to stop this thing, they call it flattening the curve. The curve is, mm-hmm. is new infections and they want new infections to flatten out. And the only way to stop, to stop that from, ha- to stop new infections from happening is getting people to stop going out. People watching this show right now are probably hunkered down at home. They're not going out. They're not taking part in public gatherings. Hopefully they're not going to fucking Disney World. Because that's the only way, basically what they're trying to do is prolong the amount of time it takes for test kits and vaccines Got to it. come. Yeah. That's yeah. what flattening the curve means. And so they want cases to drop to a point low enough where they can just buy time. And so 
the government, the U.S. Fed has actually not really done too much. It's actually being done on a state by state and county by county basis. When the Fed gets involved, that's when we might potentially start seeing National Guard in the streets. That means we're in a major Italy. Well, that's what I've heard. Yeah. I, one of my friends has, uh, I think her mom is in the military and she said that that could potentially happen. Because of sure. what's happening in Italy. I actually have a segment right now. Uh-oh. Um, two of Italy's biggest influencers Whoa. are down to be on the line and talk about the quarantine that they are currently in. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Real. Fidesz and Luis Sal. Um, I'm going to try to face to FaceTime these guys right now. My brothers. Here we are. How are you guys? Good. Okay. Can, you hear, can you hear us well? Yeah. Yeah. So All far, right. so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> So introduce introduce yourselves. We got Luis and Fedez. Two of yeah, hi, my wife. Ciao, guys. Hi, hi. Good to see you. Good to see so, you. Hasta luego, met in Ibiza. We did meet in Ibiza. Uh, I, I I'm so glad I remembered that particular meeting because you guys were great, but I don't remember the Thank rest you. of the trip. <laughs> I remember your leg. Oh my yeah, my, it was right when I pulled my hamstring, so I was completely fucked. Um, so, so hey, how is it over there, guys? Is it scary? Well, I guess people are a little afraid because we have a reason to be afraid. Uh, today we are like twenty two thousand contagious. You know, it's like uh, it's like we're the second. You know, there's China and then there's Italy. And it's yeah. crazy. I don't even know how it got here so quick. And we got uh, how many deaths? Two thousand deaths, which Damn. is a good number, Damn. you know. Yeah. Hey, um, probably you- a good number. Yeah, but it's a huge number. They had a one-day was- spike in in deaths at, at the highest level the other day. Almost four hundred people died in one day. That was two days ago. I don't know exactly what happened yesterday, but Italy is kind of yeah. leading. So I'm not an expert, but. I guess this is caused because of the the amount of old people we have. So Italy, the the average uh, age is 45 years old, which is pretty old, yeah. you know. And uh, so most of the people dying are over 80 years old. And uh, that's the problem with the coronavirus is that uh, there's too many in the hospitals. It's like they have like, I don't know how many people that have to be treated with the, the, the thing that helps you breathe. Yeah, yeah, the respirator. Yeah, and that's, um, we have, I don't know, like 5,000 or 10,000 of them wow. being made right now because there's no, not enough space. And FedEx, with his wife, launched a, a, a crowdfunding. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah. And they, they raised some money to build more space for the hospitals. Yeah, we reach uh, reach Justo. Guys, yeah. sorry for my shitty English, but I'm not uh, <laughs> all good, all a good, good speaker for in, in your language. So basically, we we raised uh, four million and enough. You raised four and a half million dollars. Yeah, it's the yeah. hugest campaign uh, for GoFundMe in uh, Europe. Whoa. Wow! In the history of GoFundMe. I told him to just run away <laughs> with the money. <laughs> So basically, to improve the intensive, uh, how do you call it? Care, care, care. Uh, yeah, intensive care. Yeah. The machine. What, what, actually, what I would like to know is what what's going on over there, guys. So it in looks. LA. It's, it looks like we are at the preliminary stages. Like a couple days, 
where you guys were before you went into the massive quarantine? Been there. Uh, yeah, you've <laughs> been there, done that. <laughs> Fidesz, I want to know what it's like uh, having a family. Like, uh, how are you getting supplies and food? Anytime you need to leave the house, can you? Mi ha chiesto come procaccio il cibo. Basically, the life is quite uh, normal. We we did the we bring the food with Amazon. Mm. Everything online. So basically, I. Uh, he doesn't get out of his home. Actually, our our lifestyle lifestyle is not the average lifestyle because Fedez is a uh, is famous. So usually he doesn't go shopping. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you guys doing the thing where you're, where you're uh, singing across each other's balconies? Yeah, I show you. Oh, this is sick. Okay. <laughs> so basically, every time, every every day at six p.m. We had a DJ set with a little bit concert. Oh. Nice. So, Dude, that is awesome. <laughs> and we have all the all the neighborhood over the balcony, and we we play the national anthem. Wow. We play yeah. all the Italian songs, and it's pretty amazing. We we rediscover the patriotism. Yeah, patriotism. The patriotism. That's so yeah, cool. we are enjoying our country more when we're done. We're, we're not able to walk a, around it. You that's, know, that's so cool, man. Yeah. You got it. Sounds like it sounds like in a weird way the virus has sort of brought unity to to Italy, and I, I just feel like that wouldn't happen here in the United States. We'd all just start shitting on each other and fighting over toilet paper. People are buying guns. Well, we've seen. Wars. I mean, yeah. we've seen it before you know, after nine eleven. It, it it can definitely it, unite it, us. It'll get better. Yeah. yeah. I have a I have yeah. a theory about the toilet paper situation. Um. We in Italy we have the bidet, which is something that we use to clean our butt yeah, after phenomenal. we take a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's why we don't we don't fight over toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Wow. We fight over pasta. Yeah. But <laughs> the situation. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get twenty percent below MSRP for an average of fifteen thousand one seventy eight under MSRP on the purchase of a twenty twenty three Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland four by e or Summit four by e. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. What, what's going on uh, over there is what was going on in Italy before we got locked down, you know? Yeah. We were stocking up on food. And then they closed everything down except for supermarkets. So there's no need to stock up on food because there's, of course, there's going to be open and pharmacies, everything, the, the, the necessary uh, stuff is going to be available. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have masks, masks anymore. That's the, 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 no, the, the huge problem in the hospital, but it's, uh, they are exploding right now in Italy. Mostly for the north. Yeah. So to tell you, intensive care units. All the intensive care units are full. So basically in uh, in Bergamo, in Cremona, all the city near Milan, the hospitals are exploding. There's no more space for people. Got it. Are you taking any extra precautions for uh, your, your kid? I mean, we're trying, we are all self-quarantined, basically. So um, so in Italy, in the north of Italy, like this is our the beginning of our fourth week of lockdown. Oh, my God. But the first two weeks, uh, there were things that we could do. A lot of people could still go to work. Uh, 
the stores uh, were still open. Uh, so you could go out of your house, but you had to avoid like big gatherings. Uh, um, I mean, the pubs were closed. Uh, the rest, some of the restaurants were closed. So it's kind of the first weeks uh, are kind of like U.S. is right now. I think. What is the Italian government doing uh, for compensating people who cannot go to work anymore? Anything? Uh, so basically, they quit uh, some something, some tax. Uh, but the problem I mean, is, if you are an entrepreneur, and you are, come si dice, se uh, no, uh, uh, come si dice, un, un cosa, un imprenditore. Si, entrepreneur. Basically, it's a huge problem for no. our system economico, è veramente un problema. Economic system. It's a problem for all of us, basically. I mean, like, it's the whole economy, because there are people that... I mean, they cannot go to work, but they're still paid. But obviously, it's a, it's a problem for the companies. And then there are a lot of uh, like like people that are just like work on their own. Uh, and I mean, they have nobody that pays them during this time. So it's, My, it's I think it's the same for all the country when uh, that start. Basically, they want to underrate the the virus and because yeah, because they, they don't want to stop the economy. Yeah. But I think for the US, uh, it's uh, important to, to don't underrate it that. Yeah, for sure. Even because of your uh, uh, saw, health waste saw, healthcare. Two or three days ago, a story uh, from uh, Kendall Jenner and uh, Ailey Bieber. They put some uh, statistics, uh, analytics about the flu yeah. and, uh, and the COVID. Yeah. And... Uh, This is pretty stupid for me. Yeah. Because basically, the problem is not the mortality rate. The problem is, is uh, this is a new virus. We don't have cure, uh, Enough. We don't have cures for yeah. that. Yeah. So the problem is if uh, all the people and a lot of people became sick, we don't have enough space to put uh, in the intensive care with people. Uh. It's, it's the same problem in the US. Uh. So basically, If you have like uh, uh, 100 millions of followers, you have to shut up if you are not an expert. Yeah, yeah. Even so, though I love it, you, it's Kendall, really, you're it's watching really, this. really stupid to do that. <laughs> you have uh, Italy for uh, an example, and it's, it's yeah, pretty near to US. So and we're we're even similar in the lifestyle don't and do, everything. Yeah, don't do the same. The same. Uh, That's we'll try our best not to. I'm sort of well, I'm not anymore, but I definitely used to be the king of making mistakes, but we'll, we'll do our best not to. Um But uh hey, thank you guys. Thank you guys for giving us some insight on what's going on over there. Stay healthy, stay safe, and uh, thank you. I'll talk to both of you guys soon. Good luck. Thank you guys. Thanks, Ciao. guys. Bye guys, stay healthy. Bye. Peace. Gotta love the Italians, oh eh? My yeah. God. He said they're fighting over pasta. Pasta. <laughs> pasta. And, and they're honestly the Italians and Europeans in general that have bidets, they're so much more woke than us. The fact yeah. that we're still wiping our asses with toilet paper, are you kidding me? Bro, are you bro, actually hold shitting on, me? Hold on a second. <laughs> hold on. I I want I have something to say. What do you have to say? No, see, I'm I'm also I'm also confused. I've always been If I'm being honest, too afraid to use a bidet. Something about <sighs> See, water s steaming yeah. up into my butthole is. They're great. 
they're oh, they're phenomenal. Yeah. They're the best thing. And any any man who and no offense, but any man who has not embraced the bidet yet, there's a layer that you know, just with your sexuality, your own sexuality, you have to go it's, deep. Dude, it's not okay. even that. It's just it might be that. We uh, should, okay, we so. should talk about that toilet paper so, okay. later. Later. No, we're gonna do it right, right now. now. Okay. This is perfect. There's a show. That we're gonna take a little break from Corona here for a second. Yeah. There's a show on Netflix just came out called Hundred Humans. I've, I've said this on this show before. I'm fascinated by people. I love this podcast because I get to find out why people tick, why they do what they do, why they act certain ways, how they, how successful people think. Just like picking apart, apart the human psyche and figuring out humans. Mm. This show does that. We watch one episode and on this episode, they ask people, very intimate question, with toilet paper and going to the bathroom, how do you wipe your butt? How do you take mm. how do you how do you take the roll off the wall? How many uh sheets do you use? Mm. And the answers were fascinating. You would be so surprised with how different mm-hmm. everyone does it's it. Yo, it'll mm-hmm. it will make you cringe your closest friends how they wipe their butt and how much toilet paper they use. Wow. Dude, <laughs> it's it, this this um experiment is incredible. So should we, so all, show should we do it? Should we, we all do it? Show them show yours. All right. First of all. I'll go first. Please tell me you're not the one who like wraps their hand he in does. it. Hold on a second. Uh, he wait, does. Wait, 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 it's horrible. No, I don't. No, I don't. Show, show them. Here's what I do. All right. Watch all right. this shit. Here's what I do. First off, I only take three sheets. Yep. Okay. okay. It's yep. light. That's good. It's light. I go like this. I go three <sighs> fingers. Whoa. I go one. <laughs> <laughs> two, <laughs> three. I, I sometimes I do four fingers. Sorry. Look at that. I do four fingers, and then I go so like this. Proper. Here's what I said to him. I go. Do you, you then go? Out. I go. Do you then go to UPS and ship it somewhere? Like, what is that package? Wait, wait, wait. I don't. You have just created. Okay, so my rebuttal is I don't know what the I don't understand what is wrong with this. this is fucking perfect. I mean, you, you're so nimble, you're, you're so dexterous, you can reach in every <laughs> crevice and cra- chasm in your butthole and one swipe into the trash can. The, right? tra- the no. trash can. Sorry, 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 sorry. That was a mistake. Sorry, into the toilet. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Oh, okay, I got worried. Ooh, that was bad. Uh, that was bad. That was bad. So can I tell you my one issue with it, though? And, and by the way, I'm not saying mine's perfect, but I feel like you're, you, when you have this set up like this, Danny, does it look like he's at risk? Yeah. These are these Dude, you're digging in. Bro, my poop is my there. poop yeah. isn't all the way up my butt crack. How hairy is your ass? Where did your poop Not come at all. from? That's See, why. This is That's also why. a factor. Oh. This is also a factor because if you have a very hairy ass, you're dealing with all sorts of jungle vines. No butt that are hair. Dirty. Not a okay? single butt hair. Not one. Yeah. Ready for Not this? Not one. So he can get in there. Ready for this? No. no! That's a lot. It's it's what the fuck? It's different every lot. time. That's a lot. I'll just I'll just kind of I'm not systematic about no, it. No, but how do you wipe? But how do you wipe? All right. Well, so usually it's a nice little it's a flatter <laughs> yeah. surface in this. It's I threw it first, and then it's a and then it's a good. <laughs> Yes. It's a good wipe. Yeah. This is a it's good. Because, it, yeah. Boys, it's, everything's boys, covered. You boys. got no risk zones. This you, is a guess for me. You, no, this but, is the sur- I hope it doesn't go through. I hope everything is getting got. What the f? I'm the perfect blend between both the two? of you. Listen. Yeah, I take I take the three, usually four, and I do the same thing as Mike. I just kind of bu- yeah, ball it up. up. That ball is it up. that yeah. is insane to me. Behind, so then there's you know there's no. They're like I'm not one in, one dude. There's no strategy. There's no, no strategy. There's no strategy. Dude, I'm you here get in there offering just... a methodical fold. That is, I did that when I was seven. And I, then guess what? My parents, they came into the bathroom and here I was. I was seven years old, seven year old Logan. I was like, no. 
And then my dad goes, what the fuck are you doing, bro? That's when you should have known not to listen because GP yeah. said it. Yeah. Nope. He's exactly. like, when you wipe your ass, you package it up like you're going to send that shit to UPS, brother. Bro, and then when, you is, send when does UPS shit? let you down? Their packaging is phenomenal. That is it's true. Everything all, also, we should use that because I think people no, we will. at home we will. are probably I'll blow really my, I'll blow my nose in it right after. The, I, I, I know people are cringing over all three of us. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but but listen, the one thing I will say is I don't. I have no problem with, with any of those and, and mine might not be perfect. And by the way, I definitely definitely use at times use a little bit too much because I'm cautious to not get it on my hand. So, you know, strike me down. I respect that. But the one thing I will say is after all these conversations, the one person we ran into that I will not accept that I will not sit idly by and watch happen <laughs> is his ex friend, ex best friend, George Janko. Watch this shit. This was literally, this was fascinating to me too. No, no. He, so he, so he, show, show me the exact. So George, Roll, here, hold this. Yep. George rolled. He did something like this. He did like t- a two-hand like fold. Yeah, and then he did this, and then he had a flat a surface, flat. completely fat, flat. This is where it gets tricky. He wipes, <laughs> then he folds it over itself. Oh, and wipes and it wipes again. it again. Oh yeah, you're supposed to. And do then that? he said sometimes he'll get a third wipe. With the same sheet. That is horrifying. That's so disturbing. That is horrifying. You know what? Supposed to? That was outhouse tactics. From when you shit in a hole in your backyard and there was a little moon that you looked through on the door. <laughs> and and Why like, does every outhouse have that moon? I don't know. <laughs> hey, it's actually becoming a thing. In Hawaii, it was it was fairly popular in the off-grid areas to have a compost toilet. Wait, so that's, you actually that's cool. shit? Yeah, that's which cool. was dope. Yeah, which was if- ma- that's why when I was in Hawaii, I was like, this makes sense. We've been lied to. If we are flushing paper down the <laughs> toilet, that we are wiping our ass... Like, are we cavemen? Are we still wiping our asses with, with our Yeezys. hands today? Precisely. Um, We've been lied to. We the, need bidets and, and composting. The bigger question. What does that mean? Composting is when you shit into a receptacle, you blend it with some wood chips, <laughs> you wait a little bit, and then you toss it into your garden, and it goes into your food, and you Bro, eat it we, later. We can barely get every house in the United States toilet paper, let alone wood chips. Mm-hmm. Or coffee mm-hmm. grounds. The biggest, grounds the biggest <laughs> question, though, from the show was not how you wipe, for me. The biggest question was how the roll is set up on the wall. Yeah. How do you put the roll on the wall? And everyone's shaking their head because everyone knows the answer, but I'll be honest with you. If you, if you are an under... I do not look at you as a human being. <laughs> I do not look at you as a, you are, you are an imposter. You have somehow come to this planet. You probably created the coronavirus. If you are an under the toilet, this is a, and this is just horrible. You should be criminally charged and thrown into some sort of prison. Yeah. Anytime I go to someone's house and it's like this, I know I, I no longer want to be friends with that person anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And th- this is the how toilet paper gets set up. Even after you wipe and you throw in the toilet paper or in the uh, toilet and you're all done. Uh, or sorry, some people said they they would stand up when they wiped, which I found interesting as well. <laughs> yeah. Some people would stand up when they when they wipe. Some people go uh, uh, back to back front, to front oh. on on this show. Uh, me, yeah. I'm I'm sitting. Oh, no, no. no, women women. So are do you see the way you're looking at me? Yeah. I can't believe you stand up to wipe your butt. I, I do. I do. I do too. I can't believe well, you know, that. You know, what do you mean you stand up? You, you stand up. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Every every this every conversation looks like this. Everyone's like, you do what? And See, then you expect is, your friends to wait, be, get on your side, and they wait, don't. Wait, Everyone's divided. Say, huh? Wait, you just up, you scoot, to, jump up a little. To, no, bit. I scoot to the front of the the front of the right. toilet. And, you're like, and he reaches yeah. under. Yeah, and I lean forward. Okay. And, I stand front to back like a normal human. Not you only like that, for, for, me, for men, yeah. for men, if you're standing up and you're still like leaking pee 
and it comes and it's just like dribbling out. It's getting on your shorts. It's getting on the floor, whatever. I dribbling I, pee. Yeah. That part I don't get. The, do the you, one do you thing, pee when you poop? Yeah, but I pee, but I usually stop peeing about a minute before I get off the toilet. Like I'm not just like, oh, I'm done peeing. Like, you may you may not know this, but penises tend to dribble after. You they shake do. them. They do. You know I love matter. to. You know how much I love to shake. <laughs> I know you don't love to shake. When I was in China, um, they actually don't have toilets, so Dude, they just have that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy, and they don't pull locks on the door either. Nope. So I just would walk in, and there's a guy smoking a cig, just squatting down, like, hey. I'm like, yeah, crazy. I'm sorry, crazy. I didn't. You should have put a lock on these doors. I had to go poop so bad. I was in China at the Great Wall, and I went to the public area, the yeah. restroom, and there was a hole in the ground. I have bad knees, where I can't squat for more than like five seconds at a time. So I couldn't go poop. Yeah. I, how, if you have bad knees, how you, do they expect you to squat over a toilet? Like mm-hmm. do a wall sit perhaps? Mm-hmm. Well, and then you also have to bring your own <laughs> toilet paper. Did you? Did, Wait, was what? that a thing too? What? Yeah. When I was in Beijing, like you had to that's buy I, toilet paper was. to go in. Oh my God. Yeah, it was weird. This is a shitty kind of I mean, we're, we're blessed to be in America. <laughs> Happy really St. Patrick's Day. To everyone watching the show right now, it's St. Patrick's Day as Today? you are, right as they watch it. Well, speaking of Do, green, I heard they shut the pubs down in Ireland. No pubs in Ireland. Can you imagine Sac not being religious. able to go to the fucking pub in Ireland? That's how you Sac know. Religious, That's dude. I, the, the, the Irish. Yeah, I just feel bad for them. I mean, they had that potato famine too back in the eighteen way back in the day. Mm, mm. It's a lot. It's a lot to fucking deal with, dude. dude. Conor McGregor, he's Irish, and he just, uh, bro, he fucking he lost his aunt to coronavirus. Really? Did y'all know this? Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Sucks, bro. Sucks. And now we've got news today that Idris Idris Elba Idris, Idris yep. Elba has it. Tom Hanks obviously reported last week. There's a good chance that someone here, I mean, you you. I had the cough. I, by the way, to, to tell everyone, I, I took antibiotics. It was an upper respiratory infection. As I said, I got doctor said, you've had it for too long, but lots of so forth. Took five days. Cough's gone, as you can tell by watching the show. But now he's... I'm, I'm concerned. I am. I'm getting tested. I um, mean, show him your pants right now, even. Oh, no. Uh-oh. I mean... It, <sighs> he just doesn't have any pants. He doesn't yeah. have pants on. And that's awful. They've evaporated through the virus. That's, a, that's one of the symptoms now, huh? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Do you guys ever wonder when you watch the show what is happening under this dead? Like, he has no pants on right now. There's no fucking pants on. Wow. That's, uh, that's great. This is uh, the comfort of having a podcast in your home. Mm-hmm. You know what I was thinking about last night before I went to bed, amongst many other things? Porn? Well, I don't really think about porn as much anymore now that our next guest, actually, who's coming on right after this one, is my girlfriend. And is the number one porn star in the world. <laughs> so there's no need to think about that. <laughs> Dude, I, I, was, I was thinking about last night how far-reaching this virus is. Mm-hmm. Last night, as I was going to bed, every single government in the world was in some sort of action room. The White House, the chiefs of staff, the military... I was thinking about the doctors, the scientists that are looking for a cure. Every analyst for every hedge fund, every analyst for treasury bonds for the stock market. How do we stop this crash? Every This virus is touching every single sector of the global landscape right now. It is, yeah. it is the epitome of virality. Like It's where the yeah. word viral quite literally stems from. I've just never seen it hit this hard in this capacity. Crazy. Yep. It's fascinating how many people are activating because of this. Can I say something I might get killed for? Sure. All right. Um, so I think that um, <laughs> this is a perfect <laughs> sign that we need to really question why are we in major cities? Why are we all crowding together and 
giving our power up to other companies. I'll tell you why. I, I yeah, J- just just like the first thing you said on the show is that you like that you crave a creative environment. Cities like attracts like mm-hmm. success breeds success. So if you can get everyone who is in a company, for example, at their HQ and you don't have to work remotely, I would assume your success rate and the trajectory for your goals would be much quicker, faster, and uh, more fulfilling mm-hmm. in the way that you want it to. You're, you're 100% right. But I think what's happening right now is we're selling out uh, to that comfort and uh, just like the ease of having all of these things readily available to us in a city. And the reason I'm saying this is because in Hawaii, you go out of your house, you pick an avocado that typically would cost $5 at a market. It's huge. You have macadamia nuts. You have sprouts that you grow. You have a garden. Like you, you have everything you need to live. But how, hate, but how many people can? How many people can? Well, do I was just gonna. I, I know, but I was just gonna say, I hate to, I hate to very small shit, shit on your guys' picnic here. But <laughs> the reason most people live in cities is because of its price point. They are distraught and have nowhere else to go. So Correct. like cities are are not. It's not the luxuries of us saying, oh, that city looks creative for us. It's low income housing. Mm-hmm. It is access to clean food and water at an affordable rate that a family of seven mm-hmm. that is living off of a single mother household can afford. Completely agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I like think- cities are born out of necessity, not of luxury. Correct. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a lie that we've been sold that we've just bought into because we were born into it. I think that. There are ways, and I know because I can't talk about it right now, but I'm working on a web series that's going to show these things. There's ways to generate power. There's ways to generate water completely off grid and not rely on any company. That's how my ranch is. Yeah. When we when we got into like the first round of serious quarantine talks here, like and stocked up on all our shit, we stocked for probably about a month or two of food and supplies and everything. We talked about going to the ranch because. We get our water from a well. Right. We get our power from solar. Right. It's completely, completely off grid. You could live there for the rest of your life. I can. Not everyone can. Correct. But what I'm saying is, is I think that this narrative is changing where people have to live in cities, and I think we're starting to revalue. But how hard is it to it upend your whole life, dude? Like, it, a, like a family is not gonna. Of course. Just because of a just, I mean, I I get. Right now, it's a scare. If this got to a point where... A boil. It, it will get to that point. It will get to that I point. I hope it doesn't. It, 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 it will. It is, by it the way. Will. We, are, we already know. And that and that's that's something worth talking about. The the fears that were expressed by our Italian friends, that is, that is going to happen here. Of we course. are going to have ICU units that are overrun. We are going to have tents that are built outside of hospitals that are already being built right now. This is going to happen. And we're going to have military... It's, this is the thing, is when somebody told me, they're like, hey, martial law... Uh, the police are going to come over. Military is going to come over and start to take over control of these cities. I, like I'm like, okay, you have gone too deep down the psychedelic <laughs> yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. conspiracy rabbit hole, and now they're starting to say we might have martial law and like the there's next, military the patrolling so, the streets. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? This is actually happening. The crazy you know thing that people aren't thinking about too is everyone says. Oh, well, I'm of a certain age, so I don't have to worry about coronavirus, uh, and, and and so I'm safe. When the ICU units fill up and you get in a car accident, wow, that's an. I don't know what fucking, it is, and I don't like it. That's not good. My legs are translucent. <laughs> they're it's not. Like, they're not opaque. That's for sure. Bro, it's been raining in LA. In LA, I can't get my tan on. Not to mention, yeah. I, again, I don't. I don't. Bro, I don't feel good. Like honestly, I don't. Like distance yourselves from me. But a, it's also a girl just texted me. Yeah. She's been trying to. Bro, this is fucked. She's been texting me. It's telling me she needs to come over. She needs to come over. I want to see you. I want to see you. 
And last night she let it slip that she ran out of toilet paper. And so she just hit me up and she said, hey. I said, hey. She said, I need to come over. I said, why? So you can fucking poop? And she said, don't be fucking rude. Like, people are just using me for my toilets now mm-hmm, and my TP mm-hmm. and my supplies and resources. That's not right. So that Trump, is not right. And Bountiful, bro. All my friends that I've never see, heard from in years are all coming in through the grapevine. Well, you, have, you get the best toilet paper. Yeah, you Dude, do. It's it's sick. Hey, Danny, it's sick. Yeah. By the way, what is that yeah. triple ply? I think it's three. Is it's that three? Great. It's That's, got the it's, it's got the imprinted sunflowers yeah. on it that yeah. that adds. So it's uh, it makes better contact with. Dude, I, I I made a TikTok about this. People are gonna be bartering with. Uh, squ- toilet paper squares. I got the good shit. No, this is why I'm telling you guys right now, after we hop off this podcast, I've got a plan to make up a day company. Okay? And we're going to start wiping our asses with water. And we're going to make a lot of money doing it. still, after that, is there like a towel standing by to dry your butt? What do people do? I think you air dry Oh, uh, yeah. You can make one of the bidets that sprays it with water, and then you press another button and sprays it with some air. Let's call it hydro paper. No, well, there's no paper involved. It's just air. Hydrair. <laughs> Hydrair. <laughs> I'd screw it, dude. I said, okay, fine, come poop. But I better well, get a handjob. Yeah, I was going to say, you also know she's going to give you a blowy, too. <laughs> you fucking know that shit. Which no, is weird to me I because... I won't let her because uh, of the risk of getting of her, getting her infected. Ooh. Can you wear a... You're a noble man. We have those 95 masks with the thing. Can you... Yo. If you get ahead with one of those crazy... <laughs> that's dope. That's dope, dude. Like honestly, like I, I would, I would have someone take a pic of it and just send it to you for like keepsake. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I got mm. head during COVID nineteen with a full biohazard dude, suit I'm on. I'm always so nervous to take pictures and videos of uh, any sort of sexual act. Just in case, dude, if something gets hacked or leaked, like who knows? No, it's probably best. I mean, it's not if it's it's when it's when. Dude. Yeah. It's, and imagine the one picture that goes that gets should, leaked of me yeah. is me in a COVID mask. That's the thing, though. Just maybe, like this in the wall, getting a blowjob. You should plant some Easter eggs in your phone. You should. Well, that's what I'm saying. Shit like that. And also, like, <laughs> I think those rules are mostly in, in effect for people who have small dicks, dude. Like, if you have a small True. dick, you shouldn't be taking any no, fucking no, no. pictures. Well, that's another reason I shouldn't. Oh, yeah, because you got the micropenis. That's true. Yeah, maybe steer clear of that. I've been thinking about starting to get going on some OnlyFans shit. <laughs> what yeah. did you just say? Dude, I said I've been, I'll have to say? unfollow you. If I, I start s- seeing your dick on my feed, I got I said I've you. been going to the groceries and buying only cans and shit. What the fuck are you guys talking no, about? No, I'm no, gonna, no, 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 I'm no. gonna, I'm gonna touch on uh-huh. this, dude. Yeah. So <laughs> I write down notes on my phone all the time, a lot, and I write down a lot for this uh, our, uh, uh, movie series about our life. Like we want to, we want to make the next version of Entourage about our life in about a decade. So I'm writing down all the funny stuff that's happening now. The fact that Mike's dating the number one porn star in the world when he came from quite literally death times 10 mm-hmm. is a miracle. It's it's <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and the more and more the relationship blossoms and develops, I'm, I'm starting to notice Lana may be suckering you into doing some mm-hmm. promiscuous adult film-like activities. She's, mm-hmm. I mean... I've already. Uh-oh. I don't even know. How to say You've already this. what, Mike? You've already filmed something. She just. I don't even know how to say this on the show. She's asked me to like dump a load for only like. Has your lo- has your. You've already. Has your, has you've your, already. Has you've your, already. Has. has, has Danny headphones. Uh, Danny's running the board. She hears everything. Nah, nah, nah. Has your ejaculate been on her only? Nice, fans? nice. Uh... <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it has. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I don't know why I'm disappointed. Bro, bro. I don't watch that, so I'm good. You're I'm not chilling. subscribed to her OnlyFans? <laughs> no. Dude, what the fuck, man? She's got a new Lambo. She's got to pay for the gas in that fucking thing. Dude, 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 dude. That's fucked up. But I will say this. 
the other day, Mike said Lana asked him. Can I say this? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I think Lana just... asked Mike if she could. Nah, not that. We got to cut that one. I thought you meant about my butt. Like about putting things in my butt. Uh, <laughs> nah, that you just just bullet just bleep his mouth and his and his and bleep the sound in his mouth, and then we'll just. No, 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 just no, no, just stop because otherwise we're gonna have to cut the whole segment. Um, yeah, dude, it's been a it's been an exercise in uh, ejaculating. It's just been an exercise <laughs> in like boundaries, dude. You know what, what I'm saying? What, what kind of boundaries? Weird. There's there's butt stuff happening now. No, but she she has asked, and obviously I'm not down for it. But she's obsessed, bro. Why are you not down for it? It's just not. It's just not for me. You know what I'm saying? I like. I like that it's for some people, but you know, like when I was like drinking and stuff, like I feel like if she had tried to like snoot a pooter near my tutor, I would have just been like, well, "Giddy up, cowboy!" Yeah, like, here we go. Like maybe like take a sh- take shoot your shot. Mm-hmm. But now like it's like I'm sober, and she's like, "I want to go near your butthole," and I'm like, "Don't you fucking dare, dude!" You know? I don't know. I think you need to embrace it. You think so? Have, yeah. We've talked about it a lot. You? No. But I, I'm then why I'm are you open so gung ho because I'm open to it. Really? Yeah. I think a lot of guys. I think, I think this guys, next chapter. I think like yeah. It's, I'm not because of that traumatic experience I had with the doctor. I've heard <laughs> that a guy's G spot is in their butthole. There's only one way to find out, Spence. Exactly. Let's do it. Here we go. Get the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> like this. <laughs> uh, there it is. So sorry, Danny, and for everyone watching our shows under the age of two. twelve. <laughs> Uh, so we're on the show. Yeah, what else? What else? What else is going on? How do you recover from such a blunt Uh, traumatic? Uh Huh? Nah, I I have a, I have a, I have a couple other things. Um, maybe just rants or things to talk about. I asked Mike this question: Where is the finish line in life? Hmm. I think I. Right here. I think I asked George this question. What? What? Death. Yeah, I mean death technically, but that, but. when you when you do a marathon or you win a fight, which I wouldn't know about, or anything where you you win, right, and you cross that finish line, part of the fun is being able to reap the benefits of the win, the reward, and the success. And so I'd hope it's not death. I hope there's a point where in my life where I am satis- satisfied, done, complacent with the things that I've done, and I can just sit back, relax, and chill. Because I noticed I, I was talking with George, like. Who just got a new house? He's already looking for new houses, and me too. Like, I, this is an amazing house. I fucking love this house, and I'm. I probably have another two years here before I start losing my mind. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> it's, it's cool because it is my drive, and it keeps me constantly uh, hungry. Mm-hmm. But at, at, like, at what point is this shit gonna stop? Is my mind stop stop gonna stop fighting itself to 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 do better? Mm. I personally, I think the finish line is the continuous onward and upward <laughs> journey i think it's the journey that I, seems that seems impossible spencer i mean finish line usually surely, a marked, a marked, surely uh, that like at 60 years old but even like we had dan pena on the podcast who's telling us his testosterone is like tripled the amount of a normal man he's fucking 12 times a day i th- i bet it's so first of all it's definitely different for everybody the finish line mm-hmm. is definitely different for everybody right and i think like for people, I'll speak for myself. I, I, I like to think I'm in a creative space. 
I think it's the completion of some sort of, for me, it might be the completion of some sort of master project. The book has been something that is, I've been working on for over five, five years now. And just knowing that I've been putting the, fi- the finishing touches on it has been a massive piece of closure for me. Mm-hmm. For other people, it might be seeing your kids successfully graduate college. You know what I'm saying? I think right. it's, I think it's very different for everybody. And, and, you know, for you, it might be, uh, impressing some sort of spiritualization onto the masses or changing the education system for you. It might be something related to kids. You've talked a lot about wanting to raise kids and raise, you know, a son, maybe chopping his first piece of wood or spitting his first loogie or something like that, you know, and <laughs> That's, I, I've finished. Mike right boils me down to the most like lumberjack type dude he can find. In yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a great question. It's a great question. Well, I mean, death is, is kind of the, like Andre said, that might be the, the, the answer because i mean you want to in my eyes you want to die consciously in a way where you're not like losing your mind before you die because like once you die you transition into like infinite life like, i don't i don't think it's a finish line in the sense of that's when things are done maybe, maybe that that's when you leave this you, body and it's actually probably lit and you're just living is, life yeah maybe that's a place where you reap the benefits of uh your life that you just lived i don't know though i haven't died you know not yet yeah, it makes sense yeah maybe i have what what is it again speaking of you said something about spoons yeah um yeah this episode is brought to you by magic spoon oh. Oh. remember breakfast cereal when i was growing up breakfast cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid but as an adult you realize that all your favors are full of sugar and junk that you really shouldn't eat and now breakfast is boring <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Magic Spoon, a new cereal coming in that's discovered a way to recreate your favorite childhood cereals with zero sugar, 12 grams of pro- protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. I got some right here. Oh, they nice. offer four flavors based on the all-time classics, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. They spent over a year working with the best food scientists and chefs in the world to recreate the taste and texture of classic sugary cereal, but it tastes so incredible that you'd never guess it would health- it was healthy. Go to magicspoon.com slash Logan to grab a variety pack and try it today. Use the promo code Logan at checkout to get free shipping. They're so confident in their product, it's back with 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will fund your money. No questions asked. Magic Spoon. And also, you don't have to go to the store and try to fight people for it. Get it online, bro. There's some net shit. World Wide Web. It's incredible. It's good good stuff. Technology. I love fucking cereal. Not... Like having sex with you. Like, I mean, that's goods. a perfect one to have. It's a hole in it. Oh, fucking a. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Hey, <clears throat> do you think, in a way, that this whole like coronavirus, which has pushed people to stay at home, will allow people to like reconnect with their like loved ones, or friends, or family members? Like, uh, yeah. 100%. We can't like we can't go to a restaurant. We can't go to the mall. Do we go outside and play with the frisbee and like have a convo? I think right. how ama- how amazing would it be? And I, it, it's almost uh, self sabotage to say it, but what if we had some sort of social media quarantine during it too, and they shut the fucking channels down, dude, yeah, for for be... two weeks, and all we had was each other, and we had to Whoa. play frisbee, talk, like all that. That stuff, would be bro. fucking awesome. I agree. That's the move. It's a move on. What, we could self-quarantine ourselves from social media for two. I know, Sorry. Sorry, fans. I know that you guys would be pissed as fuck about me yeah. even saying that. But can we, you imagine? We, 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 I mean, we can't, dude. Like, nah, we, we, we are the people. We no. like, yeah. People turn to us. Yeah, <laughs> I actually feel like a semi-burdened to, to create content. My yeah. lawyers text me. They're like, yo, you should go to Daily. I'm like, Daily? I can barely like shove 
four minutes into it, three vlogs yeah. a week. No, there's a re huge responsibility that you guys have. I think that's like a big reason why I came back today was to like talk about this. Like, you know, I, I love what you guys are doing with entertainment and bringing light to people's days. But I think in times like this, when shit is kind of hitting the fan, who are people turning to? Like they're turning to you guys. They're turning to us, dude. It's I got I got texts from some serious yep. serious people in my phone, mm -hmm. like very respectable, mature people who are like, "Hey, now is the time that people are watching you." Mm -hmm. And yep. I was, <clears throat> dude. I've never gotten like sun in that way before, where people are like, "You you can't stop." Like I felt mm -hmm. sort again, sort of sick this morning. I still my, my head hurts a little bit now, but like we we can't. And um, it's cool. It's a, it's a blessing. It's always been yeah. my my uh, my goal to be able to distract people from whatever shit is going on in, in their lives. But I'm a little hesitant sometimes in the way we're approaching this Corona thing. Cause in real life, for sure, dude, this shit is serious. We're taking it very serious. We're taking the necessary precautions, but in the vlogs, we are approaching it uh, in a bit of a lighthearted way. And uh, given my past, I'm a little hesitant that that could backfire. We were, no, we were. Yeah. I think in the beginning we were. The, the content we shot over the past couple of days has been filming us seriously telling our non-essential employees to not come to work. But, like, I, have, but I noticed, yeah. like me anyways, I still am, and I think this is just like the fucking way I deal with serious shit and trauma is I, I just fall back into comedy. Event, like I'll, 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 I'll take the steps. I will do everything necessary to keep this shit serious, but I don't know, dude. I find so much comfort mm -hmm. in... uh <laughs> not taking life as seriously as, as I maybe probably Thank should. You. I Thank think that's, you, a, I think way. that's a huge yeah. gift. You yeah. know, I think like when you turn on the news or you look at the news, it's all negative. So if that's what people want more of, and they're going to criticize you for just making some people laugh in these times, as long as you're still using your platform to make an impact, I think it's amazing. Yeah. Well, and I, we'll, and I, see, we'll yeah. see, we'll see where it goes. If I, if, if any, this is so preemptive, but if any shit like, pops off about me being, you know, being insensitive, whatever the narrative is like, eventually I'm going to come to a point where I'm going to double down and be like, this, this don't tell me how to handle my life and the way I deal yeah. with uh, chaos. Dude, in the same, all we have is a present moment and anybody who wants to spend time criticizing somebody else, they're the biggest hypocrite in the <clears> world <throat> because they have that same conscious energy that they put towards criticizing to go make some sort of difference. Mm. I, I, yeah. I mean, tell tell us if we're wrong. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know. No, I think I think, and and also, you're. I don't see you being subject to the same kind of criticism that you once were. Bro, I just you had know? a kid text me today. What he said? <laughs> he said, "Video idea. We get the coronavirus. It'll be on trending for it's, sure." Who and, the fuck is? I said, I said, no, sir, don't do that. <laughs> Insensitive, you'll get blasted. You you breaking up the monotony of negative news cycles is. It's incredible. Well, here, here's, a, I guess, a question that I'll have for you. Maybe both of you guys can answer this. What's the, uh, what's like the purpose of Team Maverick? Like what's... Oh, God dang. Because when you're looking at when the attention and all the focus gets put onto you in these dark times or, you know, times of need, what are you looking to do? We're the beacon. We are the example. The, the example of success from essentially nothing, especially him. Mm -hmm. But like I've, I say this so many times I, I, and it's anecdotal because it's all I know. It's my life and I, it, it's worth for me. And this is, has been my story is uh, truly was and still am an average kid from Ohio. I just really fucking believed in myself. I really did. Like that's my number one quality. And even the conversation we were having today is like 
I always believe delusional optimist. And so I guess the, the goal of Team Maverick is to spread that message and uh, make that the contagious effect mm. and make that the thing that people believe in themselves for. Mm-hmm. With th- this uh, pandemic specifically, I guess it's literally just to distract people and try to be a light in some way. Uh, you know, it's not so much about the Maverick movement so much as just being a silly guy you can turn to because you're stressed out and want something to do and watch. Yeah, I love that. That's the, I think that's the main feedback we see too. I think people, <clears throat> the main message we get back is, "Hey, listen, your your content distracts us from from our lives. Mm-hmm. It, it makes us stop thinking about, you know, the fact that my dad's hitting my mom, or the fact that you know my mm-hmm. grades are dropping in school because I have ADHD, or the fact that I can't go out because I have anxiety, or the fact I can't go to the restaurant because coronavirus is happening. Mm-hmm. We watch your content because it makes us feel like, you know." a little bit more lighthearted and adds just a little bit more joy to our lives. And honestly, the, the more, you know, positivity and smiling that we can induce, you know, through our, through our antics, that that's a victory. It's for huge. Me. Facts. That's huge. Speaking yeah. of smiling, I like smiling. I got, uh, I had Invisalign brought my teeth down. You guys probably noticed my smile changed. And then yeah. these two teeth went back up. <laughs> went back up. So I just got Invisalign again. I take them out for podcasts, but, um, yeah, I, the note here is I highly urge people to to fix your teeth if you have any qualms <laughs> with them. Dude, I'm I'm a confident person. When my teeth dropped, my confidence doubled because yeah. I was smiling at people more. It is insane, dude. The mm. power of a smile. So, uh, yeah, if 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 you have any qualms or any insecurities about your teeth, like, <clears throat> yo, go to the dentist, fix that shit. I'm telling, it's crazy what a good smile mm. can do. Mm. And it's becoming more and more affordable. When I when I when I got Beautiful. my braces done, it almost like bankrupted my fucking family. Thank you, mom and dad, for for that. Because honestly, he's he's so right. Uh, 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 an infectious smile, a, a, you know, a good smile. Yeah. And I almost, and by the way, I almost lost mine. As as you know, yeah. the, the good back half of my left side of my teeth are completely gone. I'm going to try to do something about it soon. But at least, luckily, the front was salvageable. And, you know, I, I'm always smiling, as you guys know. It's yeah. a big part yeah. of my... Yeah, solid investment in yeah. teeth. So at what... Get you some teeth. At what point... So I, I'm, I'm all for this. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful that yeah. people can fix their teeth. Uh, what point do you think you embrace your own uniqueness versus, like, improve your own stuff? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I... I that's a great question. Um, that's a great, very good question. I think it, I think it's so personal, mm-hmm. right? I was kind of going back to what I said earlier. I was dissatisfied with myself, specifically my smile. Mm-hmm. For some reason, like I, yeah. you know, I, I, I could definitely go, have gone my whole life with that, like little bit of dissatisfaction in the back of my brain, but. I have the resources to be able to take the action to mm-hmm. fix my teeth. So I did. Yeah. And now I am happier because of it. So yeah, for I sure, a- for sure. Like if, if, if you got, if you can't do anything about it, sure. Embrace it. But mm-hmm. if you can, why not? Yeah. I had a reason I asked is because for some reason <clears throat> this morning I was thinking about when I was a little kid, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but I have a birthmark on my face. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. It's yeah. Hidden behind this yeah. lush beard. It's yeah. a great beard. At the current man, moment. Man. Thank you. Um, but when I was in kindergarten, when I was on my way to school, I got bullied on the bus. So people would be like, oh, why do you have chocolate on your face or coffee on your Fucking face? Or like, assholes. you look like somebody wiped their ass was on your face. Was it darker back then? It was way darker. Oh. It was way darker. So it was more noticeable. And that shit fucked with me. For dude. sure. To the point where I went to go get it laser removed with my parents. Like I was, I was like... In, I was put into special reading because I was like so shy and like so quiet. And I would like go hang out alone on the playground 
And I, for, I like totally forgot this about my story because I kind of like buried it. Yeah. For some reason, it just came to the surface recently. And I realized how much that that damaged my self-confidence. For as a sure. Kid. For yeah. sure. Like going, yet my birthmark is so, I, I love it now. I don't even think about it. But I was, it was almost to the point where something that was so unique and beautiful in me, I almost wanted to get it removed. Crazy. And, and then when I went to go get it removed, I was like, no, like I'm going to keep it. Crazy. But bro, tra- childhood trauma can stem quite literally everything you do for yeah. the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah, if you're a six-year-old watching this and you're a bully, <laughs> fuck you, okay? Where do you think those bullies are now, out of curiosity? Um, Where do you think, bro? I was thinking that earlier. I I think there's some serious karma to that, uh, for so sure. I, I, I agree so much. Yeah. So much. I, I, over the past... 10 years have become such a believer that whatever you put out, whether mm-hmm. it's in little comments online, whether it's how you direct yourself towards people in the streets, whether it's, you know, holding the door or not holding the door, uh-huh. all of that stuff you put out comes back to it, you. It takes me back to the Adam Sandler. Wait, Logan hates it. Go ahead. I, I don't hate it. I, it's not true in all cases. Ooh. I have a, I have a, a kid from my high school who, dude, this kid was a fucking <laughs> bully, the bully, like, linebacker on the football team everything huge massive like went through puberty at age 10 whatever he even fucked with me a little bit because I, I told you guys, i was small as a sophomore in high school and uh i would go up against him on the on the football field and i'd scurry around him because i was athletic and one time he caught me and he threw me down and like flipped me onto my head and i nearly broke my neck and in the locker room always dealing with him until i was the same size as him it was horrifying and then even after he graduated high school causing problems in college on his football team got kicked off whatever this dude's a fucking cop now, dude. Like, had so many run-ins with the law as a teenager and young adult, and now he is an officer of the fucking law. Yeah, wait, yeah, what, yeah. Wait, what are you trying? I, th- I think yeah. you're affirming what we're yeah, saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What's, where's the karma? The, the karma is now the bully is the one protecting us. Yeah, man, I don't want him protecting. Hold on, him. hold on. So, oh, so two, yeah, so two things. He's still bullying people, and that, in the case of of high school QB QB becoming cop is such a prevalent story mm-hmm. because they now they have the stick, they got the gun, they got the badge, and they can still bully you. So, in the where's streets. the karma? Here's here. Let He's me tell you. Here, let me tell you something really quick. Karma is a freezing cold bitch, and she takes her time. (laughs) She takes her fucking time, bro. When she wants to strike, she will strike. Uh I had Uh an issue in my own family, a very serious issue with a member of my family who is one of the most rotten people in this world. I won't get into it. I won't expose him, but did some things to my mother and to my grandfather and to our family that that were just utterly disgusting. And my, I would always get very angry and I would ask my mom, mom, why are you not striking this motherfucker down? Like for what he's done. And she always told me that he will be taken care of in due time. Mm. That, that what he has put out will come back. And I said, but mom, it's been 10 years and he's got the new house. He just bought another house in this place and this and that. And she's like, don't worry about it. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Trust me. It's coming. The wise, the wise Robin. Yeah, pineapple, upside down pineapple. (laughs) Sorry about the OnlyFans, mom. (laughs) Fuck, (laughs) fuck. All right, you guys want to wrap it up? I mean, yeah. I mean, oh yeah. The show? Yes. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When are you going back to Hawaii? I don't know yet. Probably not till like June. Oh, sick! You're gonna be here for a minute. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love you. You're daily vlogging now too. I'm daily vlogging. Daily. Yeah, that's right. Check out Spencer's channel. I like his grind. Keep it up, bro, and just be careful. His one from yesterday is like 100k on it. Yeah. What'd you title it? Uh, was that the one with Dwarf Evan? Mama? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah, vegan food he and electric cars. He somehow threw me looking angry as fuck <laughs> yeah. in the background. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. All right, guys. 
Subscribe to Spencer's channel. Subscribe to this channel. We freaking love you. Thank you for uh, listening to this episode of Impulsive. Lana Rhodes is our next guest, who is also Mike's girlfriend. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Peace. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.